millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss hey there it's michelle norris i'm host of a podcast called your mama's kitchen when i travel i'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when i'm not at home and one of the things i love to do when i am at home is entertain and airbnb allows me to do that when i was in california recently i rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi guys, welcome back to another edition of Fighting on Films Show and Tell, the shorter format show where we basically discuss films that we've recently watched yeah so what have you been watching what have you watched lately matt okay so i'm excited to talk about this one i i recently watched uh 12th man mm-hmm. which is a film about uh jan balsrud i think it's pronounced a norwegian commando yep um who was uh taking part in i think it was um and I don't know whether it was SOE, but I think it was definitely Commando Raid. And there was a dozen Norwegian commandos who were going back into Norway to uh, deliver a huge amount of explosives, like maybe 10 tons of explosives, to attack German installations as part of Operation Martin. 
Okay. And uh, and the film begins with basically uh, the the lead character struggling to swim out of an icy fjord. Um, whole film's really beautifully shot, mm. but it begins with him swimming out of an icy fjord and hiding behind a rock as Germans are literally like dragging Norwegian commandos up the beach. Oh wow! Um, and rounding them up. Mm-hmm. And there's a, a frantic scene where he, he he's hiding behind a rock and he, he draws out a, a Colt 1911, but it's, it's frozen. It's literally frozen. Iced up. There's ice in the trigger guard. He can't, you know, can't he, use there's it. German uh, patrol approaching. So he's frantically bashing this 1911 against a rock. And he finally, the, the ice breaks apart and he, he manages to, to, to shoot the, the closest German and so sort of like sprint off into the tundra. And he's running through this absolutely stunningly gorgeous sort of like Norwegian landscape. And the cinematography of these like sweeping vast shots is just really yeah. breathtaking, really nicely done. Yeah, I heard good things about it. And I, I, I it was late one, one night last week and I was... I couldn't sleep and I thought oh, I might as well watch something. So I, I had a flick through Netflix and it was on there. Yeah. It was like recommended because of everything else that I'd like flick through for the, for the pod. Um, war and film enter. War exactly, film enter. That's, that's all of my Netflix recommendations now. It's yeah. just war films. And I'm not complaining. No. Um, so it, it basically, the whole film follows Jan's flight and escape across Norway into, into Sweden and then hopefully mm. to freedom. Um, back to Britain to find another day, and uh, the the other main character in the film is Jonathan Rhys Myers, who plays um, uh, a German officer. Uh, Kurt oh, is, Stage. Is he the, was he Henry VIII in the Tudors? He so, was, yeah, he was Henry VIII in the Tudors. Okay. He's not a bad actor at all. No, he's um, good. Yeah, he plays a very good um, bad German, very good. Um, but the the film sort of progresses, and he escapes initially by swimming a fjord that the Germans just don't believe anyone could possibly survive swimming yep. through. And Jonathan Rhys Myers' character tests this theory by himself actually like sitting in an icy fjord for as long as possible <laughs> to decide whether he could swim across or not. What the fuck? I know. It's a really interesting film because mm. it's based on a true story. Right, okay. Um, Jan was a real, a real commando. Yep. And... Um, but I think it's it's loosely loosely done. Um, mm, like, yeah, it's one of those adaptations where you know has to be a little bit of license in order to is it, flow. Is it purely escape, or is there is there action too? There is a little bit of action, so it, it does that quite cleverly. So you don't see the lead up to how the Norwegian commandos ended up being so like washed ashore and then right. rounded up. Um, so I'll come back to that in a moment. I'll just talk a little bit about how the escape sort of progresses. So he's sure. aided at various points by members of the Norwegian public, basically. Mm-hmm. And the the Germans don't initially believe that he survived. No. So they, they, they report that, you know, all 11 of the Norwegian commandos have been captured or killed. Um, but it, you know, Jonathan Rhys Meyer sort of realizes that, Oh, he could have survived that swim across the, you know, the fjord, and has to start a manhunt. And he's already reported to his superiors that you know he's caught everyone. Um, so it's kind of embarrassing for him, you know, if this um, guy escaped. Okay. 
and Jan sort of becomes this figure of like national pride in that you know if he escapes he's giving the Norwegians hope oh. while they're occupied right oh, I see and it's like a cat and mouse chase then it is and right the initial part of it he's physically able and he's capable and he's you know escape and evasion it's exactly what they were taught of course and you know he he relies on help from members of the the Norwegian public and the resistance uh but eventually because it's it's the dead in the Norwegian winter he's you know He's wounded in, a, in an avalanche when he's attacked by a German spotter plane. And he's, by the midpoint of the film, he's in a really bad state. All the while, um, basically, his compatriots, the other the other 11 members of the, the commando section that put ashore, or were going to put ashore, um, are being horrifically tortured and there's some really visceral scenes of like the Gestapo like putting needles into people's fingernails and Ooh. it's really it, the amount of punishment they must have taken it just the film really gets it across yeah. in a yeah. in a way that isn't overly sort of not overly gory but it gets across the horrendous treatment that they would have had right um by the midpoint of the film Jan is in a bad way and he's being basically he's carried by members of the Norwegian resistance and the public and sort of nursed almost back to health. He's got gangrene in his foot because he was shot during yeah. one of the, the the sequences where he's trying to escape early on. Um, so he's really struggling by this point. And there's a, a towards the end of the film, he's left under a rock on a stretcher waiting for some, uh, resistance members to, to bring him and take him across the border to Sweden. And he's left there because they can't find the rock. By the time they pull him out, he's, he's, he's completely deteriorated again. And wow. the way they get him across the border is by tying him to, um, by tying him to some reindeer that right. are doing, uh, the, they're basically being taken across the Swedish border to them, you know, in a migration by, mm-hmm. um, by, by the herders of the, of the, there's this climactic scene where he's, he's dragged at pace by a reindeer across the border. And he, there's a moment where it flashes back and it explains how the commandos basically, their mission was scrubbed even before it began because oh God, yeah. a wow. German patrol boat sort of came across them in a fjord and opened fire on them almost immediately. So they return fire and there's, there's a, a really nice tidy little action sequence of this huge German patrol boat against these guys in like a you know they've got a, maybe a bren and a few stens and the yeah. you know there's no chance are you in, are they in those little assault those little assault craft the commanders used to have are they are they in those or they just in like no they're in, they're actually in like a uh, norwegian fishing boat oh gosh okay fair enough and the hold is literally full of explosive <laughs> so Oops. they they realize no there's no way we're getting past this boat mm-hmm. they most of them bail out they light a charge on the explosives and leave all their documents and the boat explodes and they swim ashore. And then it cuts back to that point where he's behind the rock again. You know, he's got his 1911 that he just can't get the ice off and he's frantically banging against the rock and he eventually escapes. And it's a phenomenal story Mm. and it's beautifully shot. So I would recommend it. And it's just one of those sort of, stories of the you know the resistance and the commandos isn't really something we see a lot of in you know 
current films, mm. but they would make they would make you know they're brilliant stories and they would make amazing movies. Was it what was it on is it on Netflix? Is it is... it is it's on Netflix right now. It, was, it it came out last year or the year before. Oh right, so it's okay. Really, it's really recent. I have I have seen it flash up. I just, I just haven't got around to sort of looking at it yet. But no, it's, it really for me. You really sold it to me. I quite want to see it now. Yeah, it's um, it's beautiful, and it's it's not it's not an out and out war movie. In that you know, there's lots of you know set piece action sequences, mm. but it's the story of like human fortitude and you know the, his resilience to survive and actually finally like get across the border and escape. Mm. It really reminds me of a, of a film I saw ages ago, um, and it, mm. it's called "As Far as My Feet Will Carry Me," uh, and it's about a German prisoner of war who escapes a gulag. Oh wow! Um, and he wants to get back to Germany, and this is this is like post-war, um, mm-hmm. like it's like it's set in like 46, 47 ish. Yeah. But it's it reminds me of that. It's sort of like the long road home sort of like sort of trope, right? Um, but it's yeah, it remind reminded me of that I think when you were talking about it. Um, so I'd recommend that as well, actually. Um, <laughs> Another one for the list. Yeah, it's not not necessarily war films, but they they have war elements in them. Um, but yeah, no, definitely, I'll I'll check that out, man. That sounds good. Any good Ali Tally in it? Uh, just that forty-five. I thought that was a neat little scene. Yeah, just, you know, like showing it iced up. And so, does know, he start off in like battle dress and all that? Yeah, he's in like he's in like um, it's like a blue battle dress with like a Norwegian um, oh, cool. flag on it. It's, it's sort of like not overtly battle dress. I think what they were aiming for, I don't know whether it's historically accurate, but I think what they were aiming for was like, it could pass as civilian clothing, but they wouldn't be seen as commandos, you know, I get it. SP, SP. Um, but they're, but they're, you know, they are in uniform. So technically they would be um, protected by the Geneva convention. I'm with it. That kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah, good. For it. I was surprised by how good it was. I thought it might be a little bit slow, but it's a really interesting movie. Mm. What about you, Rob? So I watched um, a few nights ago. Uh, I watched The Outpost. Um, came out in, I think, it came out this year. I think on streaming services, um, mm. available to rent. I think because um, it was meant to get a, uh, a cinema release, but it because uh, of COVID, it didn't. Um, so it's um, it's about Camp Keating um, in Afghanistan, and it was a massive action um, in that war, and two uh, two Medal of Honors were won during that action. Oh, wow. so it's, yeah so it's about it's a story of that base um and the in the battle that ensues i've really wanted to see that i i haven't gotten mm. around to it but i really have I've, it's been it, on my list for ages yeah i mean it, it looked good i think you shared the trailer to me initially <laughs> and i thought oh here we go straight to dvd it won't yeah. be any good it's got a it's got orlando bloom in it he's your big star you know it'll be a bit crap i i re- genuinely thought it wouldn't be good Mm. Um, but then I safely say I really, really enjoyed it. It was really well paced. The action scenes were really good, really well done. You know, you could tell that they were, you know, the sense of scale was really good because the base is in the middle of all these mountainous hills. Mm. Basically, it's like in the worst possible place for a base, isn't it? Yeah, they even all say that, you know, because when they come in 
initially at the start of the movie, it, everyone's named because they're all real people who are, rep- yeah. who are represented by the actors. Um, so they all come in and they're sort of talking about, oh, this base is where it is, but it's pitch black dark. You barely see mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. And then it, and it switches to the morning and the guys walk out of their little like billets and, and they walk out and they look around and it's just like wall to wall hills. And they're, and they're like, oh my God, like where the hell are we? And I think one of the guys goes, oh yeah, welcome to the most undefendable base ever <laughs> sort of thing. And they make jokes about it. Um, but it's, and then they sort of, they go from having a few sort of skirmishes to a full on assault. And it's just a story of these, of these guys in this absolute desperate situation. Um, I remember, I remember the actual battle. Right. I remember it when it happened, mm. it being on the news. I wasn't aware of it. Um, but Scott Eastwood is, is your other big star, Clint Eastwood's son. Um, mm. He plays uh, Clint Ramesha in it. Really good. And then you've got Orlando Bloom. Obviously, he, he plays um, Keating. And they named the base after him because, unfortunately, he he was um, killed in an in a accident. A, a vehicle rolled off the side of a hill and he was in it. Um, fortunately, he got killed. Um, and then you've got Milo Gibson, who's Mel Gibson's boy. Um, there's just loads of like, they're all really good character actors. I think they're all, cause they're all playing real people. They're all, they do mm-hmm. a really good job. Um, and the action scenes are quite interesting because some of them are, there's a, like people get trapped in little sections of the base cause they can't right. move cause they'll get yeah. shot. So a couple of guys get trapped in a Humvee and it's all about them. Like, do we leave the Humvee? Do we stay in the Humvee? What the hell do we do? Mm-hmm. And then they think they can get in one of their Humvees to the other Humvee to help the men get back, but they crash. So they're stuck. And then you've got Clint Eastwood's son being like, oh, if we can get to the front gate, we can defend that because it's got two like Sangers basically right, right? that we can defend. So that it's like him trying to set up like this last ditch defense. It's very much like Batan. It's very much like Firebase Gloria where mm-hmm. the last, stand, it's, a, it's a last stand movie, last stand movie, but true. Yeah. And it's really well done. Um, I really enjoyed it. It was just, it was an unexpected gem of a film. I really rated yeah, it. Yeah, it's been on my list for a long time and I really wanted to, to get around to watching it. I must have forgotten about it, but it looks really good. The trailer looked good. I heard good things about it. It's really, um, um, it's really well shot as well. Like the, the sense of scale is really nice. Mm. Um, even though you barely see any of the Af- Afghan troops that come and sort of fight mm. the, the base. But it, it, it's true to war, yeah. Well, yeah, you barely see any of them, and when you do see them, they're extremely close range. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, there's lots of good fifty cal action. Um, you know, there's like everyone's got acogged up M16s, things like that. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 nice. There's a nice amount of kit. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. I think it's really worth. It'd be really worth your time, Matt, and the listeners' time if you can find it. Well, there you go, guys. That's two solid recommendations from us this week. Yeah. Um, obviously, sometimes we're going to discuss films that we've seen and we weren't too convinced by. Sure. But I think this week we've picked a couple of like solid ones. Yeah, I think we have. Yeah. Because that's the great thing about this pod. If you hate your film, you hate your film. It's just, just going to happen. Yeah. I mean, that's that's half the fun. <laughs> it is. But um, it's critiquing. <laughs> It is. So, uh, yeah, also let us know as well when, when this goes live. Let us know if you'd like to have a full episode on these movies because we'll happily do it. Definitely. Um, that's half the point of the format. 
let us know if you've seen the movies and what you thought of them. Of course. And obviously, if you'd like us to cover them in like full length fighting on film episodes. Mm, yes, definitely. So don't forget again to leave a like, a review, and whatever you're listening on. And we'll catch you again in the next one. Catch you next time. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.